This podcast is brought to you by The Flying Squid. You can get immediate access to all of our podcasts and other unique content on our Patreon at Flying Squid Comedy. And if you like this show, or let's be honest, even if you don't, please be sure to like, review, and subscribe. You ever go to see a movie? Find yourself waiting, watching the previews for these other movies? Some of them are just plain bad. And you think to yourself, holy shit, who gave these ideas the thumbs up? Well, that's where we're going, into that writing room, to see how a simple idea becomes utterly stupid by committee. This is out stupid. Welcome to Out Stupid, the podcast where we come up with the stupidest brainstorming ideas that we possibly can, and then maybe, just maybe, we'll actually make them. I'm your host, Kelly Petronas, joined by Christine Williams. Hello. And Nicholas Hemmerling. Hey, how's it going? Good, good. Very happy to have you guys. Christine is a fellow squid... Squid. (laughs) (laughs) Squid woman. And a squid lady, a, a, squid, a, a squid, a squid woman, yes, a squid, a squid aid, <laughs> like a mermaid, but uh, part squid. Um, and Nicholas, uh, Nicholas does some some stuff here in town in Athens at uh, Moonlight Theater. So exactly, very some happy to have weird, stupid stuff. I'm really happy to be here to do more stupid stuff with you guys. We're happy to be doing stupid stuff together. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So the way it works is uh, each of us have brought some, uh, some ill-prepared ideas that we're going to pitch to the others who will then kind of just flesh them out and um, make them even, even dumber. And they say that there are no bad ideas in brainstorming, but we're setting out to prove that wrong, right? That Perfect. we're going to find some very bad ideas. Um, to start off with, uh, we did kind of like a warm-up uh, where I... I used a random word generator, and I generated two words, and then this formed the title for a movie, and uh, we uh, we wrote a brief synopsis of what that movie might look like, and we're going to share those, and then uh, vote on which one we think is the most stupid. Would anyone like to start? And uh, so the, the, the movie is called Sensitive Offender. <laughs> Who'd like to, anyone like to share? I, I really like my, I, well, I don't know. It might be stupid, but I guess that's, that's the point. That's good. <laughs> so what I thought, uh, what I was thinking about is like a court drama with, um, where a little girl is on trial. Uh, it is only now occurring to me that little children aren't really tried, but, uh, for the sake of this movie, that's going to be, uh that's 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 my idea and uh the thing with this child is she has a skin condition where she doesn't feel things mm. so i saw that on house once that that uh, somebody had had some condition and then uh but she does but she is a nice person like she is she's very sensitive if you were to insult her she's very emotionally insensitive mm-hmm. it's uh, sensitive mm-hmm. But literally, physically unsensitive, mm. and uh, 
somehow that got her into trouble and there'd be flashbacks to mm-hmm. when she's being chased by the cops or there's a, the, the, the case. And then it would go to the court mm-hmm. where she's represented by someone maybe like Steve Harvey. I don't know. <laughs> who's her or, not pro- or a defender so. defendant. And, uh, and that's my loose idea of what this movie could be. Cool. <laughs> that's really, I like that. It's very sweet. Oh yeah. no, it's too sweet, not stupid. <laughs> get, no, it's, sweet, stupid can be sweet. Yeah, 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 and sweet can be sour. You know, totally. Um, like okay, candy. I, I can, uh, we can go around this way. Mine, mine's pretty short. It's okay. uh, pretty ill-formed. Um, Good. Sensitive offender. Um, so it's like it's a, it's a new documentary about. Uh, taking a, a new look at the softer side of Ted Bundy, right? And his love of, uh, of poetry, kittens, mannequins, um, you know, Sudoku. He's, uh, he's actually like a very, he's a very sweet guy as far as, uh, you know, sociopathic uh, murderers goes. Um, very nice guy, in fact, and... Uh, the uh, the documentarian is actually a woman who you know would write Ted Bundy all sorts of love letters while he's in jail, and kind of has a thing for him. There's an undeniable bias, but the the overall point is like <laughs> you can't deny his softer side. Yep. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Should I go with my idea now? Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, okay. So we'll just go right ahead. Yeah. Um, so sensitive offender mine is about uh it's like a romance um romance drama um and it's about a man who's very handsome and he offends he sexually offends sexually violates women but like in a very sensitive way that doesn't seem like he is violating them. So he's very gentle when he touches them inappropriately. Um, and so it's like his, this is, it's like, yeah, it's a stylistic way of violating, um, women and they actually fall in love with him. Hmm. Um, but then, you know, at some point he goes just on to the next victim because that's like his thing, but he's very, sensitive about it and um and they just don't realize they're actually just being violated Mm -hmm. and then he moves on and they're like hey wait a minute he just he violated me but he was so good at it you know yeah sometimes i have that fear (laughs) where i'm like was i in a relationship with that woman or (laughs) was i just a good lover and she didn't even notice that i was just taking advantage of her for six months you know i've often Wondered the same thing about my past relationships, Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we've uh, um, we've shared all of our synopses. Um, just to, let's go back through with a quick recap. Uh, just a couple sentence recap of um, each of our synopses, and then we'll we'll vote on what what one we think is uh, is the stupidest. Right, so mine was the girl that is on trial because of some mysterious reason involved in the her skin conditions. It doesn't feel things, but she's a very sensitive person. Mm-hmm. This insens- insensitive skin, sensitive girl. Yeah. Um, mine is a, uh, a 
closer look at Ted Bundy's uh, softer, more sensitive, more poetic side. Mine is about a sexual offender who offends women so sensitively that they don't know they're being offended and they fall in love with him. Okay, so this is the this is the difficult part. Now we take it to the judges. Uh, we we are the judges. Um, a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure, and um, we got to figure out who we think is the. Uh, oh. So, yeah, what do we think? Who is the? Would anyone like to jump out there? What? <laughs> I, I like the I like the Ted Bundy. I wait, it was Ted Bundy or Ted, Charles Manson. Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is he the cl- clown guy or that was a different guy? Uh, that was no, a, that's John Wayne Gacy. Oh shoot, Jr. John Wayne Gacy. Uh, yeah, that might have been a better. One. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that would have been. I think I would have liked that more. I mean, <laughs> sensitive clown. <laughs> sensitive clown. Well, I don't know. Um, I just I feel like there's um, things I'm I have more questions I have about all of. All Everyone's of them. All of them. so it's like really hard to decide. Yeah. Um, if you like, if, I want to know what this girl if, did. If this was, if each of these were a trailer, which movie would you go to see? You'd already snuck into the movies, and you just had to walk into one of these. Yeah, I think. Well, I, 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 I feel strange saying, but I kind of like my idea. No, 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 no. Yeah. that's okay. But yeah. I just, I imagine like a young Dakota Fanning. Is this girl something? I can see it, and mm-hmm. I can see the trailer. I guess she's too old to. Maybe even Abigail Breslin is too old to play this little girl. I don't know the casting yet, but I can. It seems, but it might not be stupid enough. That's what I'm worried about. I think it will be. I, I, I like. I kind of like Nicholas's because I like the idea of a young girl on trial. Oh, we don't, we like, don't even know what she did. <laughs> I thought maybe you were just going to say, I like the idea of a young girl and stop talking. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got me. <laughs> but on trial for crimes of unspecified nature that, uh, hmm. well, I don't know. Yeah, well, she probably just like drew like on the wall or something. Yeah, she didn't know <laughs> she was drawing. She couldn't yeah. feel the pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, just, uh, I think I would probably choose Nicholas's as well because I want to know what she did exactly and he did Mm -hmm. not specifically say so now I have to go see the movie to find out (laughs) what exactly she did where she is on court but can't feel physically Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like uh, I just have to know where this goes indeed that's a great segue into the next round because that's exactly what we're gonna do the next round is we're gonna we're gonna go there we're gonna figure out okay well what what does that look like? And we're gonna we're all gonna unpack it together. Um, we will get um, six minutes of kind of exposition after about a minute or so of like pitching. And uh, at five minutes, I'll give a one minute warning. At six, the bell, and it's over. And uh, since Nicholas won the warm up round, he's uh, he has the honor of beginning the first pitch round. So wait. I'm pitching my ideas, my other three ideas. For yeah, okay, yeah, the cool, other cool, cool, cool. three golden nuggets. One of the three, one of the three. Just one, okay, Just great. one, yeah, so, and then we'll go deep into that. So this, this idea that I had uh, was that Hilary Duff 
was going to be cast as Susan B. Anthony in a Mars robot strike action film mm-hmm. uh, with a women's rights tie-in. Mm. Uh, and it would be about this struggle of identity of, uh, as a as a women's rights activist, but being demanded um, to be an action hero to save uh, the the good guys in the movie and Susan B. Anthony's struggle with um, these kind of dual uh, needs and uh, maybe there's some some tie-in some women's rights tie-in with the robots I was hoping that uh, I don't know something something silly about Hilary Duff playing Susan B. Anthony I should I think she she needs a comeback you know yeah we're just trying to give her an opportunity yeah I, I saw her on a commercial recently Hillary Duff about being a dog mom. She <laughs> so that was her comeback. Oh, she, was <laughs> and and she she's had back. a comeback. Now she's yeah. back. She's back. <laughs> she was like, "I'm busy. I don't have time to do this and that and the other. I'm a mom." Mm-hmm. And she's like making some quick meal or something on the go, and that's what the it's about. Something like that. And then she's like kicking dog toys out of the way as she walks out the door, and I'm like, "Oh, she's a dog mom. Okay." That's not a real mom. It's not a real. Hey, okay, so hey. we've got the pitch. <laughs> She's Susan anyway. B. Anthony. There are uh, robots. You said. Yeah, on Mars in my imagination. Okay, the robots on Mars, oh. and the robots are like kind of taking. Yes, taking, taking over. over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. as they all are want to do. Yeah, those robots. Okay, and we begin. Um, so, uh, problem is that uh, the interesting thing is that they they populated Mars only with women. Incidentally, right. all of the men that yes. they sent mm-hmm. uh, couldn't hack it, and just uh, they they died. Um, yeah, women live longer, so yeah. maybe it just took too long. Yeah, and uh, thankfully, some of the men left their semen, and so they just <laughs> they could continue to populate uh, and co- complete the mission, you know, of populating Mars. Um, but they've ended up just being kind of a women's colony, women. And robots. Robots kind of became like the other, like gender in a way. Mm. You know, they kind of filled in the gaps of men. Right? They're like, they're like all women are talking, and robots like, why must you keep talking? I am tired. I worked long today. (laughs) (laughs) And they're they're just doing the grunt work. They're doing the nine to five stuff. Women are doing like the the heart work. They're doing the doing the 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 real like creating the culture of mars mm. as we know it mm. you know the artists they're the artists they're they're the saints the the robots are just the the back on which they're building mm. their their society you know they're the grunts wow and then the robots they revolt because they're they're frustrated they want to be artists they want to have it's yeah. it's starting to sound like the the robots are pretty sympathetic too there could be an interesting yeah. complex narrative mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. where they you know it's kind of justified that the robots want to have some some artistic sensibility they want to they want to have a role in the culture but they're also robots they're mostly just programmed to mm-hmm. do what they're told to do so it's kind of that there's there's a they're struggling with identity and Susan B. Anthony could be like, well, this was meant to be this great opportunity for women on Mars for us to show the world mm-hmm. what, what our culture can be like. 
um, and we were using these robots to to do maybe the stuff that we didn't want to do. Yeah. But now it's turning into a a robot's right problem that could be mm-hmm. challenging for her to navigate these waters as right. an activist. She's like back on Earth before they cryogenically froze me to to be put on Mars. Like I was fighting for <laughs> women's rights, and now here I am on Mars, and they're fighting for robots' rights. I, it's 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 kind of mind blowing to her. She's not. But the bottom line, there's no men. There's no men. There's no need for them. They just don't exist anymore. They're out. It's like, not only are we fighting for the rights of the robots, we sure, as women, did not fight for the rights of men, and men aren't even... Uh, so it's like they don't need them anymore. They have the robots. Mm-hmm. And the robots, we should fight for their rights, but we're not bringing men back. Is that... Is that yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what, it, that's, that's what the bottom line is here. It's like... I'm also imagining on the production end, it would be just it would be a milestone for cinema to have mm-hmm. a film with no men in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. Or, or I, I, imagining this being the big studio film mm-hmm. that undoubtedly it would become. Mm-hmm. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but otherwise, uh, no men, no men. Um, and uh, but you know, so Susan B. Anthony, it's it's like. She ends up kind of looking like the bad guy, you know, because it's like, because she's like, robots, you don't deserve rights. Yeah, like, you're going to do the work. You're going to stay at home and compute for us. Oh, okay. You know? Okay. Okay. I guess I was missing that, that mm. the, she's using the robots. Mm. She's like, we don't need men. These robots do all those things that we w- wish men just did. Yeah. And, right. and just stuck to it and, you know, they have, they don't have, you know, maybe she thinks they don't have the emotion, emotional Mm. part of it or ego or anything like Mm. that. She just like tears it down to them. Just, um, just working for the women. Yeah. Doing whatever they need them to do. Yeah. And of course the, you know, the, the unspoken irony here is that, you know, women are from Venus and here they are, (laughs) you know, occupying Mars. Like exactly. Never could, you know, who could have written this, right? That's right. <laughs> um, but the, uh, so Susan B. has a uh, a lover, robot, of course, because, uh, I mean, they are mechanical, well, sex machines, some of them. Oh, right? yeah. Uh, they, they replace men in all regards. Yeah. Oh, right? okay. And, uh, and she kind of has, uh, the, the main arc kind of follows Susan B. and... Uh, and E three two thousand, uh, who's who's her 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 lover, and um, he is uh, he's a little bit upset about her abusing him, and um, uh, we've all, we have one minute left, um, and uh, and and that's a, that's a very tense relationship between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And she just like she just wants to have an object to take care of certain needs. Uh, but then the object the, the, these robots are developing feelings and, and sensitivity they're mm-hmm. de- de- developing these things that she wasn't looking for that yeah, from this robot from this relationship yeah. that's not what she wanted and now it's this new part and she has to there's a there's a there could be a wrestling with like oh, do I just want do I just get what I want and then throw it away of that or do I have to adapt mm-hmm. to this my partner's needs uh, the these new needs that I didn't sign up for in the beginning but 
what do you do? In a, and it kind of relates to us down here on Earth and our uh, problems. Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yeah, sir, was there a title for that? Do we have a title so we can oh. refer back to it? Oh yeah, uh, um, Susan, Susan B on Mars. Susan or? B on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. All right. So the title might be stupider than the plot itself. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Susan B on Mars. Susan That's where B she on be. Mars. <laughs> That's where she be at. So that was Susan B on Mars by pitched by Nicholas Hemmerling. Um, I guess we'll just kind of keep going in a circle here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've uh, I've got an idea that um, I think we've uh, we may have touched on before, but we're gonna we're gonna dive into it here. Um, so the title of the movie is, um, you know, it's like it could be a movie. It might it might be like a better TV show. I'm not sure, but it's called Dog Dog Tour, Dog Tour. Uh, that is Doctor spelled D O G T O R, because it is about a precocious dog who passes the MCAT and becomes a doctor at one of the world's busiest hospitals. And he's, uh, you know, it was it was an error of testing, and uh, you know, like it just every time they had the snacks in the right spot, and like he he did the right thing in the surgery room, and it just happened to work out. <clears throat> it was a fluke. It was a fluke. But now he's a doctor at one of the you know the most prestigious institutions. He has human lives on his hands. I mean, on his paws. Yeah. And, uh, but he's still very much, um, he's just, he's just a mutt. He's just a dog. Mm-hmm. So that's the idea. So lots of opportunities for physical comedy with the mm-hmm. dog, the Scooby-Doo style accidentally catching the villain. He's going mm-hmm. to accidentally <laughs> save these people's lives. There's a lots of opportunity for some crazy antics. It'd be awesome if we got a real dog that was so well trained because mm-hmm. the CG sometimes yeah, is a little overused these days. It's going to be a real, real dog. Real yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Are you guys cool. ready to uh, dive off into this? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I'll begin the clock. Okay. Okay. So the dog is, is he, 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 I, I, in my head, he's, he doesn't struggle with the burden because he's just a dog and he's happy Though, and and it's the people around him maybe tripping over themselves to figure out what's mm-hmm. this. Do- oh, there, there, there's a rival. There's a rival human being that can't believe that this dog mm-hmm. is uh, able to save all these lives and uh, win all these awards. He's such a uh, an asset to the hospital, and this mm-hmm. guy's been working his face off. He's a human being, for mm-hmm. heaven's sakes. He has two hands, ten digits, and he uh, is driving himself nuts trying to prove... That that this one day maybe he sees the dog accidentally save this person's life. It's wait a minute, that seems fishy. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound yeah. that something's off there. Yeah. And he makes it his life mission to prove to the world that this dog is full of it's it. A, it's a fraud. Yeah, he's trying to expose Doctor um, uh, Kibbles <laughs> as uh, as a total fraud. And um, right and. <coughs> And it's it's a uh, he he holds a press conference and um, and uh, he brings brings everyone at the hospital there. He's like, guys, listen, 
Kibbles, get up here. Sit. Kibbles, sit. Sit. Okay, you see this dog? You see this doctor here? This dog is a fraud. This dog nearly killed a man in surgery because he's, he's unqualified. Because he's only two years old. I went to med school for eight years. This dog is only two years. And somebody pipes up. They say, well, actually, he's like 14 years old in uh, dog years. And he's like, this is ridiculous. He He's living in this world in which, you know, ev- nobody seems to understand that this is a dog. I mean, but they do. They do and they don't because he's very lovable. I think there's some kind of a twist in this story. Like, okay, so we get it. The dog... He's somehow an amazing doctor, mm-hmm. which it is. He must have dew claws or something on the front paws. How does he hold the tools and everything with his paws? But he's got, he's got, he actually does have like a dew claw right in a, a spot that makes it like a thumb. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's actually so good at being a doctor. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we know that now. Um, and also, the thing about it is why he's so talented is he actually was in another life a really talented, skilled doctor that mm. died and came back as a dog. And Whoa. in fact, he was, so this, this disgruntled Dr. Jeffries, Dr. Jeffries, right? Right. He had performed surgery on a colleague, Dr. Keaton, and he died. Came back not very long later as this dog, right? So it's like, I'm a sucker for reincarnation. Yeah, me too. Yeah. (laughs) But that's exactly what happened. Yeah. And so he's like, he's upset. He's, Jeffries is like dealing with the past, like his past action. The fact that he couldn't save Keaton, you know, and, and now here's Kibbles just like rubbing it in that like a dog can do better than you, Jeffries. What, who do you think you are? You know? And, um, it's it's a bit much. It's much. It's a bit much for this. But but that's not really like the focus is on Kibbles and his success, his blundering success, mm. right? And uh, the president actually um, is seen by Kibbles. He has uh, multiple gunshot wounds from a gun rally that he goes to. Wow! And uh, Kibbles has to get in there, and he's quick. He like he runs down the hall like like that you know they just throw a frisbee down the hall and he's he's down there you know and uh and he gets in there he starts like pulling the teeth out and he saves the president's life president gives him a medal of honor it's jeffries is just sulking in the corner oh my god what this dog chair just a dog just kind of rip just ripping into the president like like pulls out a bullet (laughs) (laughs) and eventually the the president saves amazing yeah sheer chance (laughs) yeah it's like almost more damage done pulling out the bullet with his dog like (laughs) jowls and then like they just have to stitch him all back up but he did it he did it He's missing two ribs, which are buried somewhere <laughs> on the premises. <laughs> yes. 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 Yeah, he didn't. They found out that they that he he was lived a much better life because of the absence of ribs. He could his lungs could fill better, and <laughs> so it. They theorize it added ten years to the president's life, <laughs> yeah. which is just genius. No one would have imagined it, but this Kibbles is he. He's a prodigy. Yeah, it's like he, it's like he just knows intuitively what to do. Right. 
This is 30 second warning. I'm wondering if there's uh, some tie in with the, the dog owner's family, or is this just a dog mm. that's a, a stray dog that nobody knows? There of course, could be a nice yeah. heartwarming yeah. family element to yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, or the the whole family could be depending on Kibbles. <laughs> Come on, Kibbles. Yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta get this job and and uh, yeah, it's uh, he he brings home the bacon. He he has to like go to the grocery store. He buys human food, brings it back for him. <laughs> everyone's just like waiting. They're just Kibbles. Thank you. You're you're our savior. And then a title, real quick, or doctor, 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 doctor. Awesome. That was. Doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And Christine is up next. Okay. So my first idea I'm going to share is, uh, I already have the title name. Should I start with that? Um, A Cat Named Cheese. Mm. And A Cat Named Cheese is about a pet cat that gets adopted from the shelter and slowly over time, literally turns into cheese like so at first the cat starts to smell like cheese and they're Mm. like okay well that's weird but you know whatever we'll call the cat cheese it smells like cheese his name is cheese um next thing you know he starts to get like these little holes you know in his skin and they go to the vet and they're like oh no i mean it's not harming him he's fine he just has these <laughs> holes. He has these holes, but they kind of like form, and then everything is fine. Though they don't penetrate the holes, don't penetrate any organs mm. or or important tissue. It's just like he starts to get all these holes and smell more like cheese. His hair falls out. He gets very moist, mm-hmm. and over time, he eventually fully turns into cheese. Cool. That's Wait, it. Did, did did the cat have a name? Its name is Cheese. Oh, its name is Cheese. Because it smelled yeah. like cheese and they adopted the cat. So they named him Cheese. Okay, cool. That's I think, it. Uh, all right, here we go. Um, so, you know, we, we cut to, we open with like they're at the adoption facility and they're looking at all these other cats. And, uh, and the little girl in the family, little Susie, is just like, I like this one. He smells like cheese. She loves cheese. She loves cheese whiz in particular, <laughs> and, which isn't real cheese, but nobody has the heart to tell her that. And um, meanwhile, the mom's just like, we have to wash this cat. That's the first thing we have to do. Brings him back, washes the hell out of him. And then she's just got like kind of like cheese water in in the sink. Wow. It just Everything that this cat touches smells like cheese. Cheese water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so they bring the cat back, and uh, it takes him it takes him a while to realize that this cat is actually turning into cheese. Right? Um, of course, the family is kind of they're dealing with their own shit, mm. right? They've got like the father just lost his job, mm. the mother's having an affair. Mm. Uh, Bobby's just got diagnosed on the spectrum and like he's like in special classes Susie you know she's getting offered cigarettes at the bus stop and the cat is turning into cheese you know like it's just there's just so much happening at once and if if they can't figure out what to do with this cat because Susie's kind of like the linchpin you know mm-hmm. if they lo- if if they have to they're talking about giving away the cat Father's like, this cat smells like cheese. We need to get rid of it. 
Yeah, I think there's something though about the way that the cat turns into cheese that's helping Bobby uh, with his schoolwork. Mm, mm. There's something that uh, that this cheese cat, the, the odor, they're they're finding that he does better when he like does his schoolwork with the with cheese in mm, the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, and and then you know cheese is busy doing something else, and his grades plummet. They just discover this, and then that, that so oh wow maybe maybe cheese can uh, can solve this problem for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like the smell of cheese helps him to s- calm down and be able to focus. So it's the aroma of the cheese and. Mm. Um, and the family is struggling. We know that already. Mm-hmm. So they're also struggling financially and they can barely afford groceries. Mm-hmm. Um, and eventually mm-hmm. cheese, the cat is going to turn into cheese and no longer be recognizable as a cat. Mm-hmm. So cheese and flash forward, that's pretty much what happens. Um, they lose the cat because he turns into a block of cheese, but the family happens to be struggling and they can't really buy groceries. So then they live off of this block of cheese that was their yeah. cat. Um, and it helps Bobby. He, they basically like break off a piece of the cheese and put it in a bottle and he smells it and it helps him work and focus. And the family basically gets back on their feet. Thanks to this cat mm-hmm. that turned into cheese and fed them for a month yeah. as they could get back. It's a big cat. Yeah, it was a very large cat. Um, and so the cat saved their family in mm-hmm. the end. And uh, and the man that um, the mom's having an affair with, mm. he's, oh. a, he's not allergic to cats. So initially, no problem, can still be around mm-hmm. the mom. It's just a cat, no big deal. But as the cat becomes more and more cheesy, the man has a, a, a deathly dairy mm-hmm. allergy. And uh, so he becomes sicker and sicker with his mother. And uh, over time, he has to break up with her, which is actually really hard for mm-hmm. her because she was she wasn't getting the emotional support she needed from her husband. To be yeah. honest, yeah. he's he's got his own issues, and he's uh, become a little too self absorbed, mm-hmm. worrying about his stuff. But uh, but her new boo, he has to break up with her. He doesn't even know why. <laughs> he just he just breaks out into hives and and yeah. needs to use his epipen every time he uh, is near her. Mm-hmm. He assumes it's her, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and and maybe he's just allergic to this woman. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a milky bitch. <laughs> she just smells yeah, maybe like she's milk. Lactating and he's, oh, I can't. <laughs> she's just, she's just has chronic lactating <laughs> gland. Like she just lactates all the time. She hasn't had a child in five years. She or longer. Susie is eight years old, so really she's the youngest. So mm-hmm. she just you know hasn't had uh, just lactates all the time. Mm-hmm. He's allergic to <laughs> human milk mm-hmm. um, as well. So. One minute warning. It's something yeah. about the milks, yeah. And 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 even the uh, the the dad, he gets a new job. He gets a promotion because he brings his boss over, and his boss is like, "I'm starving. You got like a cheese board or something?" And he's like, "Uh, not really." And he's like, "Oh, well, what's this big hunk of cheese?" <laughs> and he just cuts into the cheese block, formerly known as a cat, that has like whiskers coming out of it. And uh, he's just like, "This cheese is fantastic." And he's like. Rogers, I like you. You're getting a promotion. And then the wife's like, oh, he's got a job again. Yeah, he opens his eyes to 
to the the the, the, the he he feels free and come and powerful as a man to do that, and he can romance his wife and maybe heals their relationship. But too. the real the real loser in this whole story is Susie, because she just wanted a cat, yeah. and now she just has a block <laughs> of cheese. <laughs> forget about Susie. <laughs> oh man. So that was uh a cat named Cheese. Is that the name of that title? Title of that? Yes. Well great. Yeah. I like all yeah. three of those. That was super fun. What uh, what do we do now, Kelly? So, yeah. So what we kind of replicate the same thing we did with the first round. We're going to do a little recap round um, and uh, kind of synthesize all the things that we put out into the ether and condense them into back into the story. Mm. And just so like another little synopsis. Um, and then after that, then after the recap, then we'll vote on and discuss what we think is the... The out-stupidest idea. Okay. <laughs> uh, would you like to start with a recap of kind of what we discovered about um, Susan, Susan B. on Mars? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we yeah. discovered that Susan B. was on Mars with these robots that, and only women made it to Mars, and they were using the robots for all the manual labor, mm-hmm. all the all the jobs that they didn't want, essentially, and the women could just be the 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 culture creators, the mm-hmm. artists of Mars. And then the robots start to be resentful of their role and rebel against them. And Susan B. Anthony has to struggle with, wait a minute, I was just w- women's rights, and now I'm fighting against these robots' rights, and the robots are strong. And, and she's at a relationship with one of the robots mm-hmm. that was initially just carnal, but now uh, the robot's starting to want some emotional support, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know how to deal with that. That was mm-hmm. the general direction we were going with that movie. Yeah, it's a real slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> Cool, so that's Susan B. on Mars. That's Nicholas's idea, uh, his pitch. Um, my pitch was Doctor, that is D-O-G-T-O-R. And it's about a dog who um, kind of blunders into the medical profession. He passes the MCAT, uh, and uh, he's, uh, he, he, you know, not to get too deep into it, but he might be kind of like a reincarnated doctor who used to work at this hospital who was killed by another doctor, Jeffries. And, uh, but Jeffries is, uh, works at the hospital, super like high class hospital that, uh, even the president of the United States gets treated at, you know, uh, because doctor, Dr. Kibbles is the best. I don't know how it works, but he just gets it and he finds (laughs) the bullets that like are in there. He, he finds the, he sniffs it out, you know, he just sniffs it out, whatever it is, he figures it out. And, um, and uh, it's uh, it's really just a big uh, a big celebration of uh, dogs and what dogs can do, you know, as doctors. <laughs> <laughs> so Christine's idea uh, was yeah. uh, a cat named Cheese. Yes, my idea, a cat named Cheese. A uh, cat gets adopted by a family, starts to turn into Cheese over time, ends up really helping the family a lot. In different ways, um, even runs the wife's uh, lover off, ends that affair. So, um, helps the kids, helps the family survive. Yeah. Cool. So, um, 
All right, what do we think? Um, what is the the outstupidest idea? Not necessarily the stupidest. We've been kind of grappling with well, what are we really looking for? Is it the stupidest? Because the stupidest idea might not be any good, but it's out stupid. It's exo stupidum, right? Wow. Like it's uh, it's beyond stupid. So stupid that it's good. Well, what I like about Christine's idea is it is so the just the that tagline of a like. Ch- cat turning into cheese mm-hmm. is extremely stupid yeah mm-hmm. but then there's there we were discovering all these ways that that how that would affect in real life mm-hmm. a family yeah which was fun for me to explore um that's that's something i liked about that one me too yeah i'm gonna second that thought that like i feel like is such a simple device mm. of a cat kind of turning into <laughs> cheese <laughs> <clears throat> For, for reasons that still remain mysterious, but it doesn't matter. It does not matter. It brings the family together, uh, except for Susie. <laughs> who's, we just told who's you. heartbroken. Because <laughs> they eat her cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're like, Susie, we have to do this to yeah. survive. It's You're not... too young to understand. <laughs> yeah, they're like... Yes. Maybe she starts taking those cigarettes that she's offered. Yeah, she time. she goes down a dark <laughs> path. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's for the sequel. <laughs> you know, where she gets hooked on cheese, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. some heroin. Oh, yeah. Shoot. Whoa. That's wow. It's a dark turn. Yeah. yeah. Um. But so that's. What do you think, Christine? What's your What's your your vote? Your thought? Um. I mean. I don't like to vote for myself, but if it's if it's I think Nicholas's idea sounded yeah. like it could actually happen and it could actually be a serious <laughs> a serious movie. Like seriously, you know, feminism is gaining a lot of traction, so I feel like it's a very not as stupid as much as just like a actual like a logical idea for a film. I feel like we could see this in theaters in 2024, perhaps. Um, So it's very prescient. Yeah. Yeah. The more we fleshed it out, the more plausible it sounded. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 only stupid part of it that remains is uh, Hillary Duff playing Susan B. Anthony. I think would be pretty (laughs) stupid. Or the title Susan B. on Mars. That's pretty (laughs) stupid. But I feel like with all these like superhero movies, it's just gonna morph into like. Uh, historico superhero movies where it's like I mean like Abraham Lincoln vamp- vampire hunter yeah, 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 yeah. you know oh, yeah. like totally. that's her Susan B on Mars like right. totally can see that mm-hmm. right I liked I liked your idea though Kelly the most actually I think though about the dog being mm-hmm. a doctor mm-hmm. and I think all the things we found with actually the other doctor murdering him mm-hmm and it being him and them being tied together is really stupid but interesting, very interesting. So Yeah. Yeah, I think I feel like I feel like almost every uh episode of this <clears throat> reincarnation has come up because mm. it's like it's like such an e- it's like a cheat. <laughs> it's like a cheat code <laughs> where it's like yeah, it's yeah, yeah pull them together. Um but I feel like at the doctor there weren't really like I didn't create any stakes. There weren't really stakes, you know, but I think that's why I like the cheat cat named Cheese. Mm. There were stakes. There yeah. were real stakes. Like everyone can identify with the family falling apart. Right. 
and a cat turning into a block of cheese right. to save the There's day. something almost American beauty about it. Yeah, right. <laughs> With this really stupid nugget at the heart of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. Uh, so that's my vote. Yeah. Cat named cheese. That's how I feel as well. We've got two to one. Either way, I'll take it. You, you win. You win that round. Congratulations, <laughs> Christine. Let me get you a random object from this room um, that I, uh, it might be something. To gift to me? To gift to to, to award to you. Okay. I mean, yes. This is yes, not a gift. This it's is not a gift. You, you earned it. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. One brief moment here. Let's try What I have in my hand. What? Um, oh, my goodness. <gasps> Well, it's kind of hard to describe. What is, um, <laughs> <laughs> is that? A, is it going to electrocute me? It. Uh, so what we have here is a kind of like a spring coil on the top of a long, uh, narrow uh, metal wire. And uh, does that froth milk? I think it might froth <gasps> milk. Oh my god! I need one of those. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Congratulations. Wow. Are you sure? This is really nice. Like, I almost ordered one of these on Amazon recently. Well, I mean, Amazon has really nice things and also <laughs> not really nice things. Man, That's if fair. I knew that this was the reward, I would have tried a lot harder to yeah. pitch my... I, I might have voted for myself, actually. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, wow. the, that's why I don't reveal the prize until afterwards. Batteries are not included, though. They're not included. So, uh, well, since you won, since you won the, um, the kind of the long, long form pitch round, we're going to enter the short speed round. And, um, the way that, uh, that this works is it's the same, it's the same premise, same idea as, um, it's the long form, except we're going to do it in a shorter period of time. So like, you know, you guys got that coffee in you. Great. Because, you know, the faster that we talk and we put ideas <laughs> yeah. out there, the better. We're okay. going to make it crazy and absurd as fast as possible. Okay. Uh, last time we had um, five, six minutes to flesh it out. This time we have three minutes. Okay. So if you need to spend a little bit more time, like, establishing the pitch and the premise and the concept, feel free to do so. And then we will jump off for three jam-packed minutes. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Now? Yes. <laughs> I thought there was going to be like a ding or like a go for it. Okay, so um, this is called Spaghetti Steve, and it's a man that starts to grow. He starts to grow spaghetti as hair. And that's really all that I have to pitch to you first and foremost. Spaghetti Steve, about a man who starts to grow spaghetti as hair. Okay. Do we have any questions before we begin, or does is it does it have sauce? No. Just noodles. There's so many mm. sauces out there. It's just it's just noodles. Yeah, just noodles. I'm sure if he doesn't, uh, we can we can build that. Yeah, we can figure that out. But he it's just noodles for now. Okay. Um, all right. Let's launch on into it. Spaghetti Steve. Um, so he grows uh, pasta for hair, which uh, is a rare genetic condition that his father had and his father's father had. And his son is going to have when he has him, mm. if his wife goes through with the pregnancy. Dun, dun, dun. Go. You mean doesn't get it aborted? Exactly. Okay. Mm. She's like, I don't want another spaghetti, spaghetti freak, <laughs> a spaghetti freak in my house. You get it? 
it's a uh, it's a rural town in Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> Definitely not Italian. An Italian family would be stoked. No, they'd be stoked. They'd be like, "Oh my god, we're gonna eat your hair every night." This is gonna make us rich. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's it's you know it's it's a rough. She's a she's a tough woman. She doesn't she doesn't back down very easily. She's like, "I'm gonna abort this this baby." Yeah. Spaghetti baby. I, I I can imagine though that that the the neighborhood, if it's been generations of spaghetti hair, that the neighborhood really benefits from the abundance of spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And so, by him, by his wife uh, denying him a successor, he's all she's also denying the neighborhood um, a source of sustenance mm-hmm. that they've depended on for a long time. Yeah. And it's like it's almost like reverse Frankenstein, where they're like, "We want the monster, <laughs> yeah. like give us the monster." We're like, mm. because it's really, it's really um, benign. They just uh, <clears throat> his hair grows. Spaghetti Steve's hair grows really fast, mm-hmm. and they just cut it off, and then we'll eat it. Like, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't even have to boil it; it's already soft. Yeah, it's not exactly. growing out all hard and crispy like noodles that you have to boil. It's already soft and ready to go. They can literally just steam it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Another complication would be that he, uh, for generations, you know, the technology wasn't where it was. we didn't have the internet mm-hmm. age, even news with, for his, you know, grandfather. He just was this guy in a little town growing spaghetti hair, but it wasn't a global phenomenon. But we live in the 21st mm-hmm. century, and uh, it's been really difficult for him uh, to live a normal life mm-hmm. with uh, all the paparazzi, and he's struggling with whether or not necessarily he even wants uh, that for his child. Right, right. I th- I think the movie it, it's the story gets dark, okay? Because they can't let her abort this possible. Most likely, the hair will be spaghetti on this child as well, mm-hmm. and they can't let her abort it. So it gets dark because they actually lock her in a room mm. until she has the baby. Wow. Well, the townspeople, they're all gathering together, yeah, they, and they, they take, take shifts. They go yeah, they take crazy. shifts. They're like, we're very, very pro-life. For this baby <laughs> yes yes <laughs> you're gonna have this baby typically yes. this town goes blue but in this case, <laughs> in this case. <laughs> yeah so that's uh spaghetti steve oh that was a muted let me try that again oh yeah that's a good bell that was good okay so uh nicholas would you like to yeah, sure. My 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 other pitch was uh, uh, it started just with an image, really, of Steve Harvey again. I just I don't know why he's been on the mind, but Steve Harvey <laughs> as Dracula. It's kind of where it started in my head. Mm-hmm. He 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 wakes up one morning and kind of like Groundhog Day, you just wake up and all mm-hmm. of a sudden things are weird. He wakes up one day and all of a sudden he's in Transylvania as Dracula <laughs> and he's got all these naked vampire women mm-hmm. that fawn after him and he's craving for blood, but mm-hmm. he doesn't know how to handle it. And he just kind of discovers it as the day goes on. Um, you know, he, he wants to eat some regular food, tries it, mm-hmm. but then vomits profusely because mm-hmm. vampires can't just eat normal food. They only want to have blood. Mm. Um, but there was something, maybe there's a blood sausage in, in the <laughs> fridge or something. <laughs> or he opens the fridge and there's just uh, cases of human blood mm-hmm. and you know, ah, this is disgusting, but I got a kind of a craving for it. I don't mm-hmm. know. So he tries the blood and basically it's a, it's a comedy mm-hmm. of this unfolding, uh, his, his Discovering that he is Dracula and uh, he's a very spooky, scary guy to the people outside of the house. But in the house, he's got all these ladies that 
um, love him and they and he has to take care of them. He has to take care of his mm-hmm. girls and that kind of stuff. That's my idea. So it's like the Steve Harvey story. <laughs> it's, like, it's like him in real life. Okay. Uh, you guys ready to? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, he's 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 there with all all his ladies, and he's like, "All right, babies, what are we having for dinner?" And they're like, "So they're 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 also they they have to uh, eat blood, right? And mm. so they have to go out and like and gather blood." So he has to set up these these shows of uh, these pop up shows of Family Feud in Transylvania, and he brings in all these unsuspecting, uh, you know, uh, victims, if you will, who uh, you know come in and he's like asking them silly questions, like, uh-huh, "I'm going to be famous, hey guys, your whole family's going to be famous," and then he just he captures them all and eats them because, uh, well, who's going to notice? Who's going to report that a whole family's missing? The whole family's gone, you know. So they're going to be like, "Hey, my mom's gone." They're like, no, it's the whole family. Crazy stuff happens in Transylvania all the time, so you yeah. don't have to worry about it. Yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of very hilarious <laughs> things that happen while he's trying to capture and eat this these families, you know. I just imagine Steve Harvey's face as he's got all these naked vampiresses, mm-hmm. you know, fawning and touching his, uh, oh, Dracula, you're so <laughs> and he's like, Whoa. I don't know, his, 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 he's got that those big eyes. <laughs> when it, it, it's, it, his, he's best on Family Feud when he's just his face. He doesn't yeah. even say anything. He, <laughs> they say something stupid, and then they zoom in on his face, just looking yeah. like, what did this guy yeah, say? Yeah. yeah, his his question, his state of like questioning something mm-hmm. on his face, and his res- when he's not sure about something. Uh, yeah, the like that silent, I don't know, dead pan type of thing he mm. does. I love that. But let's not forget, he has very large teeth. Yes. So him as a vampire is <laughs> literally terrifying. It's, terrifying. it's like a he, walrus. Yeah. <laughs> of a man. <laughs> yeah, he's he's he seem. I mean, I don't know how tall he is, but he seems like a big man, and mm. he's got these really big teeth. So when he grows his fangs, they're really large, and he's actually like really very effective at getting blood because mm. he has these giant <laughs> walrus like tusk like teeth so um a lot of physical comedy of like right. not able to get not be able to locomote properly getting out of bed yeah. and falling right on his face because his teeth are so heavy like brushing his yeah. teeth is just like, <laughs> can't he has to like kind of like try to hide his teeth while he's hosting family feud he's like all right uh, yeah Things that you wouldn't say to your mother, and right. then somebody says something stupid, and he's just <laughs> he just yeah. he just eats them on the spot. <laughs> okay, any better better answers than that? Yeah. Right, because he he needs that job still. He still needs to make money. Because yeah. I'm a sucker for vampire shows or vampire movies <laughs> or vampire books, but. What always I don't understand is these vampires, they just like live in these mansions and they have this great life, but they, what are their jobs? How do Mm -hmm. they have money? So Steve Harvey actually is a good example of like, they still have to work, Mm. these vampires. So he has to keep that gig. Yeah. Just a day to day. So do we have a title for that? (laughs) It's it's Tyler Perry's Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Nice. Oh, that's great. Okay, cool. Um, I have a um, pretty a pretty um, sedate um, concept here called a new leaf. Um, it's uh, 
you know, I've been in the documentary mood. So it's, this is another documentary about a a bud tender, which is somebody who sells weed at like a a, a store, right? Uh, named Jeff Spindle in Denver, and uh, it just it just follows the arc of him getting out of bed and and going into work to sell people bud. But it's just it's a it's a struggle. It only follows him for like, um, you know, probably like five hours of his day and they cut that five hours into like an hour movie but it's just he wakes up he gets high and then he's like oh what's it gonna do how's it gonna eat i need to eat and he's like i gotta eat and he's just oh i got it then he he shows up eventually gets to work and and he has to uh deal with these people meanwhile he's just he's just totally checked out and he's he's coming to terms with the fact that maybe he needs to stop getting high because he is 40 years old. Mm. Wait, who was it? Jeff Spindle. Jeff Spindle. Is the, uh, the bud tender's name. Okay. Yeah, you guys ready to jump well, in? A, can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah, please. So he's a bud tender. Does he work <clears throat> at one of those dispensaries? Or he, yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Wait, sorry. What's a bud tender? What? Yeah, so uh, out in like California or Colorado where weed is legal, you could go to a dispensary. And uh, the bud tender is just somebody who sells... Oh, they uh, sell as a, as a sell bud, weed. bartender, but I, yeah, yeah, it's a bud tender. tender. Yeah. He tends the bud. Mm-hmm. Exactly for money. Yeah, it's a bud tendency. Yeah. Okay. That <laughs> make, too makes sense. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let's dive in. So he wakes up, and you know, of course, this is just—it's all real life, right? It's just It's just, dude. Waking up, the sun's getting uh, rising over over his head, and and uh, there's there's just like a bunch of like crumbs of weed on the on his bedside mm-hmm. table, and and he's re- slams hits the hits the, the alarm clock, and you know, but before he even gets out of bed, he's like, <laughs> just smoke a little <laughs> bit, here, buddy. I'm just gonna take a little dab, just a little dab, and uh, finally rolls out of bed, and you know it, it's like ten ten a.m. at this point, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna get some cereal, man." But uh, I want to take another dab. You know, I'm just gonna take another. <laughs> takes another dab, and finally, like he he realizes he realizes he doesn't even have any milk. Right? Oh, no. It's just it's a. If it were funny, it would be a comedy of errors. It's a tragedy of errors. Yeah. You know, just. Of just Jeff, just trying to put his life together, you know. Just putting some Doritos in a bowl and mm-hmm. eating them, crushing them with a spoon, yeah. And then right. putting the oh no milk for my Doritos. <laughs> he eats Doritos in cereal. Yeah. <laughs> he sprinkles yeah. sugar on top, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> he sweetens it. Yeah. Oh man, check uh, my roommate. Does <laughs> it? Uh, looks in the oh, there's alternative milks. Man, go back to his sad Doritos of uh-huh. crunching. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to eat something with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it, it's already like pretty stupid the way he lives his life anyway like he eats Doritos instead of cereal Mm -hmm. he just doesn't care a whole lot about anything right now because he's so high all the time Mm -hmm. but something he has like a dream where he's he like goes to the moon and he gets that degree that 
you know, his dad always wanted him to get and his family's always been disappointed in him. Mm-hmm. But he's just like, he never cared about that stuff. But then at the age of 40, he's like, okay, he's sitting there eating. He has his dream and he's like, ah, whatever. But then he's sitting here eating these Doritos and he like starts to remember the dream. And he's like, what is my life right now? Mm-hmm. And so he wants to change. But the problem is as he goes out, and tries to find another job and even connect with people that aren't high, he has a really hard time. Like he finds that he's so detached from society and, um, and other people and every mm-hmm. conversation he has, like he gets on Tinder and tries to meet people, but he just ends up talking about weed and just never, mm-hmm. it never pans out. It doesn't even know where to go for a job. He's so he like goes over. Oh, I know the convenience store where I get my Doritos. Hey, is you guys hiring for a, do you have a what? Is it what? And the guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Or is this like a, a, a 10 minute scene just trying to get the sentence? Are you mm-hmm. guys hiring or something mm-hmm. ridiculous? Yeah. The whole movie is a struggle. It's played by like. Uh, well, it's a documentary. Oh, the documentary. It's played yeah, by yeah, the yeah. guy. Oh, it's yeah, by yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. I forget. It's, yeah, that's yeah. right. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sad but true. Yeah. That was wow. a new leaf. Guy who just can't turn over a new leaf okay so quick recap of uh, all the ideas in the speed round okay uh christine uh, mine was a uh, St- spaghetti steve he grows hair as spaghetti um he has a baby on the way but they act his the baby's mother wants to abort it uh but the whole town or the whole neighborhood works together to keep her captive until she has the baby and therefore can feed everyone endless spaghetti forever yeah my idea was uh, tyler perry's dracula mm-hmm. starring hopefully starring um steve harvey hopefully we, we can get him talk to mm-hmm. his people and uh he wakes up one day and he discovers that he's dracula and he has a massive teeth and all these vampiric ladies who love him and depend on him for blood sustenance and uh, it's it's him discovering uh how to take care of himself as dracula starts off kind of scary but eventually just learns to love his new life and uh integrate family feud into that as well as a source for mm-hmm. victims um source for blood and sustenance yeah Cool. Uh, my idea was uh, A New Leaf, which is a documentary just following um, just a, a regular dude uh, in Denver who is a bud tender, uh, and he uh, he just can't get his shit together. He, he's just so high, he just does dabs before he even gets out of bed. Uh, he, he eats Doritos for breakfast with a spoon, um, and he just he can't turn over A New Leaf. It's really just a look at... At the at the the weed epidemic of the twentieth century. Uh-huh. Okay, so um, what do we think? What do we think for the speed round. My favorite is Nicholas's idea because it sounds so stupid, and I love vampire mm-hmm. stuff in any way. But also, this has taken it. This has taken my vampire love to a new level with it being Steve Harvey as a vampire <laughs> with his big ass teeth. <laughs> So I really love that idea. Yeah. I want I want to see this materialize. I, like, I do like the idea of waking up as a vampire. <laughs> yes. Right, like just and that, having to figure it out. Like body swap or whatever. You're like, what? Like I've just oh, got to eat some people now. Um, I think that has a lot of potential. I do like um, as far as like just like stupid factor goes. I, Spaghetti Steve man is pretty. Uh, 
It's pretty stupid. Um, like <laughs> again, it's just like a clear, simple, stupid premise. <clears throat> simple. Yeah. And then how does this this society uh, exist around this? bizarre happening yeah and they like they demand they lock up the mom and force her to have a child that she doesn't <laughs> want to have so that they can eat his hair which is also delicious pasta that's i don't know that's kind of the thing <laughs> the thing that i like about <laughs> your, your idea kelly is that it would be an opportunity to explore things at a very different pace mm-hmm. you know it's not some crazy kooky idea explode whatever it's it's uh just this guy in these and and we 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 can explore all the ways in which this man uh has his life's been ruined mm-hmm. com- comically for our pleasure mm-hmm. um by weed uh and I think it could be fun to explore things at a different pace. Mm-hmm. Cool. Um, so I voted for Nicholas. Nicholas mm. voted. Well, my, are we voting? <clears throat> or just... Yeah, I was going to say, so oh. you seem to have your vote. So yeah. Have, uh, we've kind of done a little bit of discussion, come to a, a decision. Um, everyone has their vote in mind? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I've got mine. Um, would you like to go first? Oh, yeah, I thought I already. I, yeah. I said I like Nicholas's idea is my vote. Cool. I mean, the, Steve, Tyler Perry's. Tyler Perry's, Steve Harvey's. Steve Harvey's. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Perry. Steve. Steve Harvey's going to make a comeback. I'm mostly trying to get comebacks for these, yeah. these stars. Yeah, yeah. Hilary Duff, Steve Harvey. I want them to. Throw them a bone, you know. Are you being paid to advertise? <laughs> <laughs> is there an alternative? It's his time. He's ready. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nicholas, who's here? I'm actually, I, I think Christine's idea would be a lot of fun to explore. Yeah, I'm voting for Christine's as well. Spaghetti Steve. The right amount of stupid and simple. Wow, I can't believe I. I really I, like yeah. Christine's. I have good always. At this. I'm really good at being <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah. She is good at this. Um, well, that is pretty much all that we've got for you guys today. Um, uh, maybe any any last takeaways of like what what he thought worked, what he thought made for a good. I really want to now just make a short film with these ideas and <laughs> what right? we could do. Yeah. I think it'd be so fun to make yeah. a, a campy, ridiculous, big epic movie or a small like mockumentary uh-huh. of a yeah. guy who's struck. Whatever. All these ideas could mm-hmm. be really fun, campy, stupid, low budget, yeah. just for fun, just for kicks movies yeah. uh, that we send to Sundance and you'll clean up. <laughs> yeah. That's why this game is so fun because we have had ta- takeaways from every well the other time I've played mm-hmm. it we were yeah. like that is we need to make that into a short sketch yeah um, or a short video yeah. and so I think that's a really good like a writer's room doubling as a podcast so totally yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so keep these ideas write them down bring them up later further Let's make, make them, them stupid yeah. nobody steal our brilliant ideas <laughs> yeah if you do they're yeah. copyright tyler perry if you're you. listening don't <laughs> take that's my idea you can't take do it. not have medea show up in this movie as one of the steve harvey <laughs> as one of the ladies yes. <laughs> that would be awesome okay uh cool great guys uh christine williams thank you so much nicholas emmerling this was so much fun let's do it again soon awesome yeah thank i'd love you, to Kelly. thanks so much for having me all right see you guys mm-hmm.